Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Don't Blame Me. Moi? Blame us? No. Never, ever, ever. You can't. No. Uh, you're physically incapable. And metaphysically, I don't even know what that means, but it's fine. Um, welcome back. We took a an additional quick little break. I do feel like this podcast has aligned with probably what everybody else has been experiencing, which is as soon as it hit October, everyone was sick, then sick, then sick, then sick, mm-hmm. then sick, which happened to us. Um, and then, of course, we had to round out the new year by me getting COVID. So, you know. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. They say what you're doing when the new year rings in. That's what you're going to be doing the rest of the year. So I hope it's not true. Don't. Yeah, don't say. (laughs) They actually don't say that anymore. They like uh, they like issued like an addendum. Is that that word? And they were like, actually, no, that's not what that means anymore. Like, it just means, you know, you can have whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. And New Year's means nothing. So, yeah, we recapped our little hiatus uh, for our See You Next Tuesday episode. You're going to want to listen because we had two very differing time periods away from this. (laughs) And uh, I think everyone who is listening will either fall into one of our two categories. Yes, that that is correct. Like it's the only two things that you you either did this or you did that. So it's hilarious. I will say both of our faces were melting off. 
That is a fact. That is factually true. You look great today. Thank you so much. I like your eyes and your nose. Like, did you do something different on the nose? I put a lot of blush on my nose because my nose, I've been blowing my nose a lot. And so I thought if I made it red already. The kid- it doesn't look red to me. It just looks okay. highlighted in a different way. It is highlighted and there's a lot of blush on there. I did look take some cute little like selfies today and I realized that it's definitely time for me to change my hard water filter because my hair color has gotten like three shades darker and I just washed it, which means that it's just all that mineral buildup and that's why it's getting so tangled. Hmm. It's hard water. Well, if you want to see what I was just referencing, Megan's tangled hair, well, she referenced that and uh, I referenced her highlighted face. Go over to our Patreon. Do it. Sign up. Do it. For our Sign patrons, up. don't worry. We're going to make up for all the lost time. And we love you all so much for understanding that. Did you see that Erica and Helen went to a musical together again? I did. For the second time. It's their thing now. It is their thing. But you y'all have to understand that these are two people that live in different countries that have mm-hmm. connected through this show. Do you want to meet and them? I have questions for the both of them. Huh? I said, do you want to meet them? Join our Patreon. Yeah. If you want to meet them, join our Patreon. They're great. You can video chat with them because we do usually Zooms twice a month where we all hang out. And if you sign up now, boy, oh boy, are you going to be infiltrated with so many hangouts? Mm-hmm. We're catching up. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. At least once a week. Yeah. 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 Well, I was going to give everybody a quick recap if they don't know what the show is, if this is their first time here, maybe their New Year's resolution was to listen to more podcasts, to which I say, wonderful, we've got a lot of them for you. You're stacked up. This is a podcast where we give you wonderful, amazing, life-changing advice because we have so much to give. So, so much to give. We're Um, very giving people. (laughs) We're very, very giving people. And we try and help you fix your life and or cause chaos in someone else's life. Like it really runs the gamut. Like nothing is off limits except for things that are off limits. And we give you advice that we would like to see in the world. The advice we would give uh, maybe each other. Sometimes it's good advice. Sometimes it's debaucherous advice. Sometimes we agree. Sometimes we disagree. But you do that by calling in, leaving a voicemail at 310-694-0976 or sending an audio message to meganpodcast at gmail.com or writing in to that same email address or to our DMs on Instagram. And you have to keep it under three minutes or 300 words and give everyone aliases because it's all anonymous, how old you are, all of the details about the situation so we can give you the advice that is best tailored to you. And then hopefully you can take that advice. And then also, if you are sending in voice memos, please, when you save it, save it as a MP3 file and then send it in. Yes, yes, yes. And yeah, you can also let us know if you're sensitive. We will take that into account. Anything else? That's it. Cool. Amazing. Wonderful. 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 Anything else we should talk about? Should we tease the fact that not today in this episode, But in this week's episode of But Am I Wrong, I will be wearing something. Mm -hmm. Something very cute. Is so cute that you're going to like and you might want to buy. So stay tuned on Thursday. And Melissa will be having her soon. So cute little outfits to see us in. You'll be so excited. Shall we give some advice? Before we give some advice, I have a surprise for our listeners and for you. Uh Uh-oh. I'm pre... No, I'm just joking. Uh (laughs) First of all, I would be so offended if you told me and them at the same time. I'd be like, are you fucking getting me? But I wouldn't be telling everybody else. actually, that's true because... Yeah. Okay, no, no, you're right. No, actually, that's a good way to do that. Do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Also, the person wrote in and used their real name and the real names of people in the situation. So I had to change them. And you're just going to have to live with the names that I gave you. My name is Hilda, but most people in my life call me Hill. When I was 22 years old, I called into Don't Blame Me, where I discussed my relationship with Jason and his identical twin brothers. I think I called them Brad and Steve. Melissa, I am now shut 28 the fuck and up. married. <laughs> 
I am now 28 and married. Definitely not married to one of those brothers, but my husband's name is Tom. Prior to meeting and marrying my husband, I was a very promiscuous young woman. The story I told was just the bottom of the iceberg of tales I have and is just one of the very many proud moments. My husband knows this story as I've been very open with him about my past. However, I just wanted to open up to you, Megan. I just want to say to the people listening, they're like, oh, not Melissa. I wasn't, I was just producing the show at this point. So I wasn't giving advice. This is a deep cut. This is a deep cut. Lily was the guest when the update came in. So back to the story. Your energy, positive vibes, and all-around openness helped me get through a lot during that point in my life. I was ashamed. I felt dirty. I thought I was nothing. Your words and humor helped pick me up from the ocean floor. I felt I had drifted down. From the weird guy I let suck my toes to the three brothers I bone, sugar daddy, sex clothes, and so much more. You were a big part of that growth, acceptance, and experimentation in my youth. You helped me see that exploration is normal and sex can be incredible when you're in charge and in control of your own body. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with Like, I hope she knows how much of a sh- an icon she is. Yes. I think she still listens because she sent this to the butt of my wrong email address. Oh, an icon. Yeah. But if you're not in our Patreon group, you should know we talk about you fondly all the time. Like, we, we, we love you. And I'm so, I'm so glad you're doing. I, I wonder what Tom's like. <laughs> right. It's got to be cool. Of course. Because you wouldn't date anyone uncool. Right. Marry, let alone marry someone uncool. Please just like give us some more stories. Like I would love a backlog of old ones. Yeah, we just have a corner dedicated yeah. to you. Would you say? Would you give her the name? Hilda. Hilda. I live for that shit. No, we should have like Hilda's corner. Just like yeah, it can be a couple sentences. Like you don't have to like take a lot of time out of your day. Like you can just be like this one time I did this. I love it. Mm-hmm. You're an icon, a foundation of this show. This show wouldn't be what it is without you. I agree because it was it was kind of the tilting point of us having like twelve year olds listens to adults listening. Yeah, and that's what we wanted. Like this was it was our goal, and like you 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 brought us into this like new realm mm-hmm. of where we wanted to be. So like we couldn't have done this without you, Hilda. Couldn't have done it back when we were recording on your table in your kitchen. Yep. Oh my god, I love her. That was so kind. I'm. That was what a great surprise. Mm-hmm. Wow. Way better than you being pregnant. That stressed me out a little bit. Wow. Wow, Megan. Wow. No, it just stressed me out. Because it would have had to have been somebody in Arkansas. <laughs> that, well, first of all, my immediately goes to the story that you told on what they'll hear yep. tomorrow. I was just like, girl, you left out a very important chunk of this then. <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> well, thank you for that. Thank you. Wow. I'm just, I love this. Love Hilda. And if anyone wants to go back and listen to that episode, you should. Yeah, I don't remember what the original episode was. I think we say what it is in the one yeah. the update with Lily. Yep. Yeah. So you could find it that way. Or if you're in our Facebook group, you could definitely post it and someone will probably be able to tell you. Mm-hmm. Well, that was amazing. What a way to kick off this episode. I can just like see how excited. Specifically, I know how excited Charity's about to be. But, ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah. Well... We're taking a break and we'll be back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I I, I love, I love everything about it. So I'm so excited Uh, for someone who like, (laughs) you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley and we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean the Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since Detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since, Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm-hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS.
And we're back. And we're going to play the first one. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm 22, she, her, and my boyfriend is 24, he, him. I need advice dealing with his chewing and just, like, eating things. He chews with his mouth open. I can always hear him, like, tasting his food. Um, And he, like, licks his fingers, like, after eating anything, no matter what it is, and also anywhere. I love him so much and have brought it up to him before. He apologized and, like, temporarily it was better and he was more aware of it but you know it doesn't last all the time my coping so far has just been to make sure i'm distracted by me eating or by watching something or like it's okay in restaurants usually because it's like loud and i can't really hear anything um i've also told him towards the beginning of our relationship we've been together for eight months or so now um about how my mom's chewing had really bothered me when i was a kid and how i would leave the table like in the middle of dinner to cry and pull my hair out in the bathroom because of the chewing the chewing still bothers me with my mom but not nearly as bad i'm really not that bothered by everyone's loud chewing but i've been very uncomfortable and queasy around a few people close to me like him my mom my sister and like a good friend i once traveled with so i do feel like it's more of an internal thing that i need to work through rather than trying to get him to feel like self-conscious anytime we eat together He's always been understanding when I bring it up, but I'm not sure he fully gets like how it makes me feel Um, because I feel like myself pushing him away a little bit when that happens, not physically, just emotionally. Um, But I don't want him to feel like I love him any less because I don't. It's just in the moment I feel so like uncomfortable, like in my body, like I literally just tensed up thinking about it. So help please love the podcast been listening since the beginning i don't know how you've done this for eight months because my question is like if you're saying that like the only people you've really done like you have this with is like you said sibling sibling mom him and then a friend you traveled with i don't i don't know i i can understand what you're saying like that it might be like a you thing that like when someone's pissing you off this kind of just like sets you off like this sets you off this is like the the um the catalyst but at the same time i'm like those are people you've spent the most time with so maybe those people just have like the worst chewing sounds or it could just be chewing period though maybe they just that's just one of their things that they can't but they said it doesn't bother them as much when it's people that they don't like it other people like in but but i think it's like you probably just hear these people chewing more yes yeah yeah so I'm just going to, at the end, it seems, so I, I really think you want us to give you advice on like you coping with this. But when you said that you can hear him taste his food and he licks his fingers wherever you are, I'm having a very hard time thinking that you are the problem. <laughs> My question though first is like, are y'all from the same culture? Do they come from a culture that's not Oh yeah, like is he eating with here? his hands too? Yes, is he eating with his hands? Like, is it like a cultural thing? If it's, if it is a cultural thing, it's like, okay, yeah, that's his thing. But like, if it's not a cultural thing, and he's licking his fingers, like you eating, but it would have to be a finger food if he's licking his fingers, right? Well, that's what. So that that's a big thing for me because I'm wondering now. I'm wondering is tasting his food, is he going like, mm, mm, delicious or? Does he need a rhinoplasty and can he not breathe through his nose? So when he's eating, he's like smacking and you can like hear the saliva and like that aspect of it. Because like if he's like enthusiastically being like, mm, 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 while he's eating or if is it like, because like those are. Now she's like, stop. I can't hear it. <laughs> it's like, I can't even get your advice now. Um, Because I would say that like, if it is the first one, then my mind goes, he's licking his fingers when it's not finger food. Like he's mm-hmm. becoming like an Italian chef. Like, oh, oh, like he's just like, he's playing a character. Like the, like, the old KFC slant yes. saying, finger licking good. Yeah, but I, in my mind, he's doing that after like eating lasagna with a fork. So if it's that, then I would say, you know, that seems like a very unique circumstance of someone who is doing that. And that's also, a, that's a choice. And or like, so that might just be like an incompatibility thing. But if it is like purely like the mouth sounds and it's not like him, 
doing dinner theater and like being like my compliments to the chef. And like, I just want them to hear how much I love it. Then I, I would say like, I would look and try and figure out when it bothers you the most. Like, is it when he's eating certain foods or is it like when you haven't spent a lot of quality time together and like, or you like are trying to have a conversation with him over dinner and he's distracting or like he's pissed you off. Like, it, do, do, do you find that it annoys you more or the more time you spend with him, it annoys you more? Because y- you thinking this is like a, a psycho, like a, there's like a psychology aspect of this that there's, there's a reason why it re- only really bothers you as certain people. I, that's not where my mind goes. My mind goes to it's who you spend the most time with and who you hear eating the most. But if you think there's something psychological there, like I do think you should like then then like entertain that con like entertain that. Like think about like, okay, so like what what state am I in when I'm the most upset about these things? Yeah. And also like if it's just the people that are close to you, it's like, why? Because some there are times where like somebody I don't know can do something that somebody I do know and they do it, it aggravates me, but the person I don't know, it doesn't aggravate me at all. And I don't know. I'm sure there's some term for that. Like the people close to you aggravate you the most, but like I can understand it in that way. Like you might, they, other people might be doing the same things, but you just, it just doesn't register because you don't know them as well. I don't, I think the, the easiest solution, which you probably want the social aspect of eating together, but the easiest solution would be just don't eat around him, which is hard. I have a friend that, can't eat in front of other people Mm -hmm. and so like she just won't eat in front of other people she goes and has her meal off by herself she doesn't like people to see her putting food in her mouth that's a thought that's a lot of people have those kinds of feelings and i Mm -hmm. one of the things that people say is that like we can be the most like some people they're like safe to kind of get angry with so like that's why people will like fight with certain family members or your partner or whatever and like call them out on that is because like it does feel like a more stable relationship where you can say something. So I agree with you that it might be that aspect of it that like it might actually bother you with other people, but like you don't feel comfortable enough to be annoyed by them. And also, especially when people know that about you, it can, even if it's not, it it feels like, oh, it feels personal. Like it feels like you're doing this, which people, very few people are going to be doing it on purpose. But yeah, there are some times where we can like look at a pattern. We can look at something happening multiple times and go like, this is a pattern. So this is clearly on me. But I do think that like, there are other times where it's like, sometimes you just, you end up ha- being close with four people who have like the most obnoxious, loud chewing that would piss off people who aren't even upset about it. So if you have a friend mm-hmm. who like doesn't have an issue with this, like I'm someone like that. Like I don't have, I have an issue with other noises. I don't have an issue with, food or eating noises but i like have a friend and just be like just tell me like is this me like is this or is this like okay this is extreme like this is because i i I think like there's only so much uh self-work you can do if it turns out that he is just like the loudest eater most obnoxious eater in the world and you still want to be able to eat uh with him like it it just might not it just might not work like I don't think there's like a way that you can actually like trick yourself into it or like something to unpack that it suddenly makes all of that go away but yeah because I think if it's if it's like really out of pocket from his end like then I do think that like he needs to reel it in and that it becomes a compromise on both sides I need to know if it's finger food imagine he's licking his fingers after like oh my god just the idea of like licking your fingers in public like after you've eaten like just imagine you go to lunch and you eat like a salad with a fork and you're out in the world and then he licks his fingers i can't even just like like eating a chicken nugget and then licking my fingers is a no if it's cheetos okay yeah if your mouth is your only but i don't want you to do that in public no i well i'm i just think of the germs what do you think i'm thinking of? no i know but i just for her i hope she knows that i'm like to me, I go, oh, do you lick poles? Like, what are we doing here? Like, I really hope he carries a lot of hand sanitizer with him and he's like frequently washes his hands. Yeah. Because I don't want those hands in my crev- I don't in want my that crevices. Mouth on me either. No. Okay. Well. Best of luck. I wouldn't have lasted this long. 
I personally think if you are doing a bachelorette party or like a wedding or a birthday trip or anything like that, if it is not within your location, if you can't get there by car, and I would say, and like you don't have to sleep over there, I I, I think that you should not be offended if people choose to Mm -hmm. not go because it's too much. That is too much money. So like, again, even if you can afford it, but I'm, to be totally honest, telling your friend, like, I can afford it, but I just don't want to spend the money. Like, that will really hurt their feelings. Like, it will really hurt their feelings. And I don't know, like, it's not about you. And it's not about it being fun for you. It's about it being fun for them, which I don't agree with. Like, I, I, I can't have fun unless everybody else is, like, having fun. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want to put people in a position like that. So I would just ask yourself, like... <laughs> what is this going to do to your friendship? Because like this might fuck up your friendship. And is it worth it for that? Like to you, is it worth it? Because, you know, there will be a lot of bonding there. People like hanging out, doing that kind of whole thing. And it's never going to be worth it cost wise for the trip because it's not about the location you're going. It's not about anything like that. It's about this is your friend's bachelorette party. And like, it's about spending the money to be there for your friend. And that sucks that we kind of attach a dollar amount to how good of a friend you are, how much you care or whatever. And that people are really just like, like just spending so much fucking money on things for other people that they feel obligated to. But I don't know how she's going to take it because like at the end of the day, not wanting to spend the money on her bachelorette party because you would want to do something else, even though you can afford it. I think is the elephant in the room that everybody else is just going to be paying and not saying that. Like, I just don't, I don't know how she'll take it unless she's like, she doesn't know. But like, you've been like, oh, I've already been here. It's like, it's just, it's about her. And like, again, I don't agree with this whole wedding. Like, I don't agree with this kind of thing because I think it can only really be about you if you're the only one there. Like, I think if you include other people and you make it all about you, I, I think you put everyone in this position and I don't think it's a fair, fun position to put people you love and care about in. But you know your friend. And I think like my two different advice is like, if you can swing the cost and you don't want to lose the friendship, go and, you know, be nice, be kind, have fun. Even though you don't think you've been to the city, like just pretend that you hadn't been there, like go through it. Or I would lie about your financial circumstance because I don't think there's a way you tell the truth that uh, she will take well. I mean, the last bachelorette party I went to was for Allison and um, it was super expensive. And I knew that going into it and she made it clear, like, I understand this is very expensive. And if you can't come, then don't come. Not like in a mean way. Yeah. She said it in a much nicer way than I. In an Allison way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But she was very upfront with it. But the only other person that I knew there was Gabe. There was a lot of other people there. And the thing is, like, because I got to know them there, it was really fun at the wedding. Because by the time we got to the wedding, every it was like we were all old friends because we did spend four days together and we had so much fun. It was, you know, we did spend a lot of money. But like at the wedding, it was like the gang's getting back together. So that might be something too if you do end up going then something to look forward to yeah I will say like you're 24 I don't know how many of your friends have already gotten married and like have done destination weddings and stuff but like there is like there's at least like there was like a couple year span in Moss Night where we couldn't go on a trip because we spent so much fucking money going to people's weddings and like you know so, like I think we probably have been to two maybe three, I think only two, maybe three weddings in California. Three, three, maybe, but vast majority across the U.S. international. Like, Mm -hmm. and so that is something that it's like, yeah, we, (laughs) would we have rather spent the money going on our own trips? Totally. But it's not about, uh, it's not about a trip. It's not about a destination. It is about the event. So, and the experience. Yeah. And, and that's hard. And I do think that Anybody who's throwing those kinds of things, they should be picking things that they want to do. If the things are expensive, they should be doing things that they want to do for that, that they would do even if it was just them. If no one else could go. So like Allison specifically, where where that was, everybody could have been like, can't make it. And Allison would have had a great Mm -hmm. time on her. Like, 
So I don't think that if you are just like, oh, we're going to get an Airbnb in this city and we're all going to do all these things. Like right now, like it seems like everything's focused on bar hopping. So it's like, okay, so you need these people there to fulfill this thing, but you made this thing really expensive. So yeah, it, it's it's tough, but it, it is kind of like, I don't know, like a co- the cost of friendships is like, mm-hmm. you know, how do you think that she will react? And I think the fact that you called in means that I think you know that she probably wouldn't react well. And I would also ask like, when is it? Because if it is within like the next couple, I would say if it's within the next like month, you haven't paid any money yet, right? That's probably it. Yeah, you haven't spent the money. Yeah, I think if it's really last minute, that can be a little bit of an easier out because even people who can't afford something, like we're right post the holidays. And so it's like, oh, I'm actually, I am strapped for cash right now. But then we ran into a problem like how we had this other person call in where people dropped out and then it made the prices higher for everybody else. So it's yeah. not, I wouldn't do it at the last minute. If you're no, going to, no, no. if it's I'm just early. saying, was it scheduled at the last minute? And that's why oh, things the, are so the, expensive. Got it. Got it. Because I'm wondering if you put this money down already, because yeah, if it's divided up between people that de- like is, can everybody else afford this? Is this already going? Or is this the point where it's like, if you have to back out, we're, b- we're about to book it. So things will have to change here. So I, I think you can also just say that like, there should be input if it's a thousand dollars. There should be yeah. input of being like, I can't, I, I, I could definitely swing like 500. Like I can't swing this much. If there's a way we could find a place that's cheaper, but also like totally okay. If not, like, I don't want you to have to like sacrifice your day, but like I, that's like my cap of what I can spend. And I do think factually, I think if she stopped being your friend over this, I, I don't think you are in the wrong at all for your feelings or whatever. Like, I think that I said this before, but like, I think the wedding industry has like really poisoned people's brains. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, I don't know that you'll have, <laughs> I can't even tell you that I think if you go, you'll have fun. But I also, I'm not going to say that doesn't mean that you shouldn't go because it, yeah, your friendship might be riding on it, which is not a fair position for you to be in. Yeah. Do you have never been on a bachelorette party? I tried to say that I would throw one for you and you're like, I don't want one. No. All right, let's take a break. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And, and we're, we're back. back. It's time. The next. <laughs> you do it. The next two are right in. Okay. Hi, Eminem. I hope your day is going well. I am 22 years old, she, her. I study in Italy in an English program. English is my second language, and I'm an international student. I've been living in Italy for three plus years, and I am in my third year of economics program, which is last. At this point, I don't have any classes. They ended in June 2023, but I do have one exam I have to pass, Spanish. I am struggling a lot, and today was my third attempt to pass that exam. Everything else I had to do in uni is done. My thesis is finished and I am ready to graduate. But Spanish once again kicked my ass. I did my best, studied every single day, did tutoring with my Spanish-speaking friend twice a week, two and a half hours each time. But it didn't work and now I'm left wanting, now I'm left waiting for the next exam session in March. My parents are not upset but clearly let down. My friends and boyfriend are there to support me, but also clearly tired. I can't have a proper job here without a degree, and I can't learn Italian professionally since Spanish is all that occupies my brain and learning two languages is hard for me. I just need some advice on how to deal with these feelings of disappointment. I'm so sorry that you're going through this. One thing that I will say that you said that you can't deal with it Italian because you can only do one language at a time. They're close in language. They are. I have like college level Spanish enough where I can get by. I can, if I hear Spanish, I can usually understand it. But when I was in Italy, I knew enough Spanish that I could understand what the Italian stuff was. So it was actually pretty cool. So I, that can be something, one thing that can free you up a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't separate them as being so, so different. Um, to mm-hmm. you because like context clues are incredibly important in language and I think that maybe being in Italy could help you out with some of those context clues because you'd see them and experience them more in day-to-day language I think this like is not fair like I really no, do I think don't either like you should be able to like like you tried and like who the fuck cares you know what I, like this just like pisses me off and so like I can totally understand how like upset you are because like I think this is just unfair and like I don't know what level of Spanish they're having you take for an econ degree but like the idea that like also like language on and on tests everyone will say like you can ace everything on a test and you're not going to be fluent until you are living somewhere where it's like it is the predominant language or you're spending all of this time there that like that's how you will become fluent in a language so to kind of like something like that where it's like i as a first language english speaker i will fail english exams like people mm-hmm. will fail exams in their own native language that is about the studying of said language so I think like if this was your degree and this was like what you were going to be doing, 
But I think at this point, like I would channel the disappointment into like frustration with like the system and then being like, how can I cheat the system? And like not cheat, but like, how can I study for this test? That's what I was going to say. Are you studying to learn the language? Because if that's what you're studying for and that's why you're studying with your friend that speaks Spanish, it might be confusing. Are you studying to know the language? Are you studying to pass the test? Because there are certain things that the test, it might be like conjugating stuff, like the test specifically is testing on that talking with somebody that speaks Spanish might not be actually helping you pass this test. So I would implore you to write down everything that you know. You've taken it numerous times at this point. You should know like what's going to be on it as far as like what's, things that are going to be asked of you. So if you're not studying for the test, do that specifically. Like, you know that we're going to have to conjugate these. You know that some things are going to, you're going to have to write a sentence about this specific thing. I had, I know when I was in college, I did have to take two classes and I had to like, I remember one part was like matching stuff in, like you had to do it in person. You had to come during like your own, you had to schedule a separate time where you had to go talk to the teacher and then match things, but had to say it like in Spanish. And I didn't do well the first time that I did it. And then like I studied specifically, like I knew that this was going to happen because I was like, I'm going to be fluent. I'm going to learn everything. I was like, no, you're wasting your time, Melissa. Just learn what you know is going to be on the test. Also, like, are you taking a class? Or are you just taking the exam? I think from the context, you just have to take the exam, maybe. But if you're oh, yeah. taking the class, go talk to your teacher and let them know. I've given this advice before. Go talk to your teacher, your professor, whatever you call them. Go talk to them and let you know, hey, this is a subject that is difficult for me. I've taken every class that I need to take at uni and... um this is my last class left. And for some reason, I can't pass this test. Is there someone that you recommend, someone specifically this teacher recommends? And just like, no, like if there's any extra work I can do that can help me learn the information, like be very open, talk to your teachers, really like have a buddy route, like where they, it feels like a buddy route. Don't actually like be friends with your teacher. Yeah, but like have like this buddy situation. Like I really like after you take, I don't know if it's like one test at the end or if it's several tests, but after you take one test, be like, hey, um, I got this grade. Can we talk through what I um, missed just so that I can understand it for the next one? Really like and sometimes some teachers, if you they know you well enough, they'll just pass you. That's the only reason why I graduated high school. Like if you show people that like (laughs) this sounds really bad, but like if you show your teachers that you also know that you're not doing a good job and you're trying really hard mm-hmm. and you're like I know that this is not th- I know this isn't clicking for me like I know that I'm an outlier in your experience of teaching so like what can I do like and I and like you you take that incentive there I've never had a teacher be like no like I right I, I every te- I like I did that in like 99% of my classes that like I tried really hard and I would do things that were more like towards my skill set and my strength and like tests were not. And so like my test did not count for as much as my grade as other kids did. And like, because it would be like wait, maybe a far outlier of how I normally would like how I perform in class or how I do X, Y, and Z or whatever. And then there are other things that like I was just not going to fucking use in my adult like career life that I had to take and I had to pass. And those teachers were like, you're trying really hard. There's nothing you can do to be better at this mm-hmm. thing. So like, let's just like, let me help you help you out. But like acknowledging that there is like the first, like they can't do that for you. You have to be the one to kind of like extend that relationship. But I've never had a teacher be like, no, fuck, like, no, fuck that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. I've had substitutes who do that. And then like the teacher came back and they're like, no, scratch that. Like, you don't have to do that. And I'm like, okay, cool, thank you. But I would also ask your teachers, I don't know how it goes, but like, a lot of teachers, if it's, um, you can ask if you can have old exams to use as study material. Yeah, that's true. So I think at this point, like Melissa said, write down everything you remember and like what confuses, like what did you have the hardest time with? And at a certain point, they're going to be re- start reusing test questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like, 
this was what I, I always studied for the test, not to learn the material. I know nothing about history, but I like did what I could to fucking pass those tests. And I would talk to people who also had passed the test. I would like as much as like, yes, studying with your Spanish, like your friend who speaks Spanish, who else is in the class? Who else has tips? Who else is, who's done this? Who was a TA for the class? Like who's got the experience with the teacher, how they write the tests and, and everything like that. And if you're not finishing the test, like you're having a hard time even finishing them, I would talk about accommodations for, for that. Because when you're not being able, when you're not able to finish it and you, you're not getting graded on the whole test. So things that you might excel a lot better in like the final aspects of it, you don't even have the opportunity to, to do. But this is, th- this is a really common thing too. Like, I, I hope you know, that, like, I don't know what your relationship with your school is like, but this is uh, super fucking common. But usually teachers don't want you to have to keep doing this and they'll try mm-hmm. to help you out. And if not, and you know, figure out how the, testing day goes and what things that might help you on that day Mm -hmm. you know things that you might have a hard time remembering off the top of your head maybe they shouldn't just exist on your head you know yep all right uh next one trigger warning at diet and weight loss potentially disordered eating happy new year m&m since graduating college and getting a corporate job one and a half years ago I've encountered more dieting and weight loss talk than ever before in my life. It seems I was spoiled being around mostly people my age up until now. I'm incredibly lucky to have grown up in a family that helped me establish a healthy relationship with food and my body. I'm not worried about this changing. However, I'm finding all of this diet and weight talk incredibly annoying. One example is with one of my favorite coworkers, Tanya. She is hilarious, friendly woman in her 50s who I adore chatting with apart from the constant diet talk. She always brings up that she's trying to skip meals or only eat kids' meals or tiny portions. She also makes negative comments about her body. I have no clue how to interact with this. I try to say things of the importance of fueling your body and how weight loss is bad if it requires unhealthy actions. This does not stop the comments, and I'm not even sure if those are good things to say. Tanya also comments on my body, saying things that, that shirt looks so good on you because it makes you look slim. That is not a compliment, and I don't even like that shirt. I can't imagine what she expects me to say in response to that stuff. My other coworkers will also casually chat about the weird fad diets and quote-unquote fasting that they're doing. I've made comments about how eating is important and they got annoyed with me. I've learned to try and avoid these conversations, but sometimes I can't. My coworkers are really great otherwise. Do you have any advice on how to handle these situations? Firm line in the sand. I've had to do this with people. You are very lucky to have grown up in this and like that's amazing. And side note, I would love to know how your parents did that. Like as someone who did not grow up in a household like that, I am like, how do you, what is the, like, how do you, how do you do that? So I would love to hear like how your parents established that, but you have to just like drawing a very hard line of just saying like, I say, come at it from an, uh, like a place you're looking for compassion. People feel, especially that generation, it is so ingrained that it's not even like, it's, it, it's not even on their radar. Like I have known lots of people that age who clear disordered eating habits and then they will talk shit on friends or family members who suffer from eating disorders and i'm like are the spider-man meme but it's just kind of, but it's like they're so detached from even thinking that there's an issue with that because it was just their baseline they were normal and so that to them is like so out of like it's just it's just so ingrained so i would say something like Hey, uh, I wouldn't say it in the moment. I would take a separate time away and I would just say, Hey, so this has been kind of weighing on me really heavy. And I debated even saying anything, but I really like love our relationship as coworkers. But I have a really hard time with like the constant um, diet and like food weight loss talk. It's really getting to me. And I I'm, don't want to police you and your conversations, but I'm not comfortable being a part of those conversations. So if you could try to, if like, if you can like not talk about that stuff in front of me and if it does come up and that's where the conversation stays, I'm going to remove myself from those situations just for like my own well-being. And I want, I wanted to let you know ahead of time. So, you know, that that's why I'm doing that, but that's just, it's just not good for me because that's the only way you can't make it about them. And like, Hey, this is not good for you to be talking this way about you. Like, it's just how, they were raised like it is just so Mm -hmm. fucking normal so it can't be about oh what you are doing is not okay it's hey that's not it's not good for me and so I need to remove myself from this and like this is harming me so they need to not do that to protect you not for their own self and well-being because they they won't yeah 
My um, parents are like this, always commenting on people and it's annoying. And uh, I used to, I mean, I, I still pop off up my tongue, you know, I just, can't help yourself. I can't help my, but I've learned more how to control it now. And so yeah. at this point I ignore it, but my sister Megan is better at talking to them. <laughs> and so like, for example, we were um, having a birthday party and one of the people there had, which if you're listening, what's up? She bought some merch, our old merch, like, but like Hi. recently. <laughs> um, hey, and she had just had a baby. And my mom had said something like, you're doing very well for just having a baby. And like, you could see I was ready to pop off. And then Mel- Megan just like hit me under the table. <laughs> And then later, Megan said, hey, mom, you, I know this is like of your generation to comment and you think that was a compliment, but you should not make comments about someone's body, even if you think that's a compliment. Like, just don't do that. And my mom's like, OK, I don't know if she really took it in, but at least like it was said to her and I didn't start an argument at a children's birthday party. There you go. Every, <laughs> no blood was shed. So yes. that's Yeah. But it, it's tough. And like, you should like, I'm I'm glad you recognize like how like lucky you are that like you don't encounter this in like your friend groups either. I've had to have this conversation with people like my age where like I'm the one who changed. Like this, this is a, I, we, this is all we used to talk. Like this used to be fine. And I'm like, I can't do that. This is not good mm-hmm. for me anymore. And I don't have any conversations with anyone my age about this. Any, like, it doesn't even come up. None of my friends, no one fucking brings it up. There's like literally nothing. And so when it happens with like someone who's like older than you, like it can be kind of like a, whoa, random. And, uh, you know, I've said things about like to other people about like, hey, like, okay, like, I don't love that. Like, can we not? Or I just, you just change the subject. And so that's another way to, like you said, it's not affecting you right now. So changing just fully just changing the subject is another way to be like let's talk about something else or like that's like okay I just think that people's diets and people's bodies are like the least interesting thing about them and like I have zero desire to hear about other people's diets and those things and the reason why they talk about it is because like (laughs) that's how they sustain themselves on so so little food is like the sense of community of suffering through it together and you're not participating in that. And so you can walk away from those conversations. But I think giving them a heads up. Because yeah. like you can kind of play into like they're older than you. They might want to be like, oh, we don't want to. We don't want to do this in front of her. I'm like, yeah. OK. And don't. Yeah. And don't. Thank you. I don't need to hear how you've only been drinking soup for weeks. It's just I, I really want to hear what your parents did. Because like that's amazing. Like I went on diets in middle school. Like that shit is toxic as fuck. And if your parents were like, yeah, kudos to your parents. Like that's. Yeah. That's great. The bar is in hell. <laughs> you didn't give your children eating disorders? What a great parent. <laughs> but I'm like, damn. Never met one of those. Okay. Sorry. On to the next. What's time for? Oh, That's we're done. It. We've, we've reached the end of the road. <laughs> this is where we leave you. Uh, well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. So happy to be back for you all. Um, hope you are happy and healthy, one or the other. And if neither, Someday soon. Someday right. soon. Hope you've got good things to watch on the television. We've got a lot of recommendations. All we the time. Do. So listen tomorrow. And um, we also have a lot of things for you to listen to. So uh, we have Tuesday, our See You Next Tuesday episode, where we talk about whatever, whatever we want. It's a great one. You don't want to fucking miss it. Um, Melissa did some. Melissa, Melissa has it. We need to come up with a name for this. Like, an al- she had an alter ego come out. What's like, I had a time. Yeah. She had a time. Maybe that... Do you have any nicknames in college? Celebrity Monts. Um. <laughs> okay. No. That's... I'm not... <laughs> I'm not gonna... not gonna call you that. No, but I was gonna say, it's yeah. like, you have something... Like, you have a, an, like a different... Like, maybe that's Missy. That was Missy out that night. Oh, I hate Missy because I knew what? a Missy that I hated. Oh. A Melissa that went by Missy that I hated. I knew a Melissa who went by Missy and I was like, you're a bad person. But now it was like, Missy kind of fit. You know, yeah. like it fits yeah. that. It's like, and Missy! so when I think of Missy, I just think of, her. yeah. <laughs> then we have uh, a break for you on Wednesday. Then Thursday, we come back with, but am I wrong? 
I have we haven't recorded it yet. I have no idea. I'm very much looking forward to what Melissa says because if you listen to tomorrow's episode, you'll hear she like suddenly says something that's going in. I don't even know how it's gonna happen. And then we have Fisting Friday where we where we read the results of last week's episode of the prior week's episode of But Am I Wrong? It's gonna be. It's the prior episode. It's the prior episode. The new, most new recent episode. new episode. Yes. It's not last week's episode. It's the most recent mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. new episode. And we read those results and we read uh what you all say and your thoughts and feelings about it. And then that's what we have for you. Our Patreon and stay tuned for something exciting coming soon. Oh yeah. You might get a little hit if you watch on Thursday. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. All right. Have a great day. Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, Megan Rinks. And me, Melissa D. Montz, plus Diamond Imprint Productions. Post-production sound and editing by Coco Lorenz. Production assistance by Melanie D. Watson. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter.